Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Keith McGuffey. And I'm your friend, Mike Templeton. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Baby, come back. I guess we're already back. Yeah, already... don't ever do that again. <laughs> hey guys, it's 2022. How close are we to TMNT fast forward? Like pretty much there, right? We're living in the future. Yeah. Man, 2105, almost. Oh. There. Yeah, we're right. almost, almost there. We're at least a year closer. Cody Jones, you'll be here any minute. So, Still playing video games. That theme song is. And Cody Jones was good. way too young, though, right? It is. Huh? Wait, Cody Jones? Yeah, he was way too young to be 100 years in the future. They would have had to have him when they were like already in their 80s. I think he's their grandchild. Yeah, he's 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 like their grand great grandson or just grandson. Y'all just plug that plot hole right up for me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now you can watch the show. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool. Spencer, what are we doing next week? Yeah, yeah. This week? That was nice. <laughs> uh, but it's great to be back. Um uh yeah, I missed I missed you guys. Yeah, I miss you, man. Do you have a you have a good break, good time away from the podcast? You know, it, I mean, it's never a good time away from the podcast, but it was a relaxing time. Good, that's all we can ask uh, for. I didn't. <laughs> it's funny. You would think that I would think less about Ninja Turtles. However, you would be mistaken. <laughs> uh, it was actually the last movie I watched for uh, New Year's, which was nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. Last movie of twenty twenty one was the first Ninja Turtles movie nice yeah i didn't do anything special for the new year or anything we just kind of sat around and watched uh reruns of new girl until we found like a powerpoint what do you mean like a, huh what do you mean reruns of new girl what do you mean you can't have it both ways what it's my favorite nick miller bit come on man oh okay All right. oh i just watched Sorry. reruns of new girl you didn't watch them they were on in the background Yep, you're absolutely right. I was also <laughs> playing Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I love New Girl. Oh, such a good show. It, oh, it really gosh. is. Like Nick Nick Miller, Jake Johnson. Uh, God, he's so absolutely funny. I know. And some of his logic, my wife will like point to me and be like, that's exactly the way you think. <laughs> like, like the, I don't clean the towel. The towel cleans me. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I've never used that towel before in my life. Yeah, yeah. She's like, that's exactly the way your brain works. I understand so much more about you because of the show. Yeah, like between that, uh, Schmidt, um, God, and just Winston. Yeah, Winnie the Bish. Winnie the Bish. Uh, Winston's gonna get himself soon. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Spencer? What'd you do for New Year's? 
Oh, we played, we went and did an escape room and then on New Year's Eve, and then we played a, a board game I got from my wife for Christmas called Arkham Horror. Yes. It's, I don't know if you've ever played it before, but I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's like a horror survival game, right? Yeah, it is. It's a, yeah, like a horror survival game. There's an event that kind of happens. It's all based on HP Lovecraft horror uh in your pretty oh, much- so not arkham asylum no no we're talking hp lovecraft arkham oh yeah oh gee so, arkham yeah so there's you know supernatural events occurring and you kind of play characters that are investigating it in arkham trying to figure out uh what it is and also trying to stop it so the very first one you battle azazoth or you stop the coming i guess of azazoth the blind idiot god so it was fun cool sounds pretty epic yeah we had a good time it it definitely requires some sitting down for a long time and playing (laughs) not something you can get done did you guys get any any, uh turtle stuff for the holiday i got it came in a small so uh, i haven't really gotten to wear it yet because we have to exchange it but I got a uh, one of those shirts from Heroes and Villains. One of those. Oh, nice! Those ones you told us about. Yeah, so it's a long-sleeved white one with uh, the turtles on the front, and well, with one of the turtles on the front. It looks really cool. I uh, can't wait till I get it in my size. To wear. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> you can't just like hack off part of your shoulder blades to get in there. <laughs> yeah, I need to hack off my shoulder blades and maybe you know remove a few uh, pieces of my spine and uh i'll be able to wear it <laughs> i've always said the human body has too many vertebrae so yeah that yeah. sounds great to me i, I really don't need four or five more you know yeah just get yeah. rid of those and some and some ribs you're good right right i mean i don't think i would be like to have my rib cage down on my like on my hips i feel like that could actually be more protective of my organs and things there you yeah. go yeah. it's wasted space really yeah yeah I don't know that I got anything turtle related as a gift. How about you, Mike? Uh, you know, I have, I did not. However, I have not seen my parents yet. Um, so uh, I, there may be some turtles related gifts over there waiting for me. I did get two stretch Armstrongs for whatever that's worth. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> my, uh, my mother-in-law set up like a, like a beer pong game, basically. So you threw the, the, Pong ball into the cup. Whenever cup is, you got to pick a gift from that pile. And like two different piles only had Stretch Armstrong. So I got both of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thinking back to our uh, conversation of our most wanted toys that we didn't get, um, I did start today my quest to find all of the Rock and Roll Ninja Turtles from the How's that going? Uh, I, well, I just started today. I put the feelers out there. Um, someone offered me a, uh, graded Donatello, um, rock and roll figure, which, I uh, I, I appreciate. However, I'm, since I'm going to be opening and playing with these, I don't really want to do a graded or like a carded one, unless like the card is just absolutely damaged to hell. Um, I would, ra- when I would rather. it's already been in the tub. So when you put it in the tub, it's not damaged I further. Mean, I mean, I mean, I I want it to at least be presentable. I don't want to have to do restoration on these, but um, like loose complete is totally fine for, for what I would like with it. Um, but yeah, like I, I'd hate to take somebody's you know carded one, especially especially a graded one. Like 
<laughs> I appreciate the offer, but no. Cool. cool. Well, anyway. <laughs> Spencer, what are, what are we talking about? What do we today? do on this show anyway? <laughs> this week we're only covering two episodes because our next our next 87 episode is going to be the finale of season three, which is three the episodes. Three part finale. Yeah. So we're talking about episodes 43 and 44 of season three, Shredderville and Bye Bye Fly. What what episodes? Yeah. I tell you what, what a way to start the new year. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't, you know, do something. I mean, after after the high that we ended 2020, 2021 on, we start 2022 with these ones. I still have got to get a gift for Splinter. Got to get a gift. Head. Yeah. Uh, and all the way, I had a 15 hour drive to Georgia, and the entire way, I was just like, yeah, yeah, Splinter. Like, ah, you stupid, stupid brain. Hopefully. You know, it was funny. I, we're going on a tangent because we were all totally going to jump into let let's tell a story. But it was funny because like people started discovering um, the uh, "We Wish You a Turtle Christmas" um, because of our episode, um, and it was just funny like watching some of the reactions. Like, oh, I only made it through a couple minutes of this, and was like, "Be strong, you yeah. can do it. It's not that bad." <laughs> If you want to sit down and enjoy something for being like so bad it's good, then it's great, you know. Like <laughs> the songs aren't that bad. Songs are the song, I, like honestly, the only the halls real, with the Jamaican accent was bad, but that, that, that is bad. That is bad. Like, the only like the only really bad thing about it are are the heads to the costumes. Yeah, the, the costume Other than that, it's a perfectly serviceable holiday special. And I guess a little town of New York was wow. But, on, that, that went on a little too long. It went a little too long. Yeah, this is a whole. We already talked about this. We gotta get on this episode. But <laughs> it, just, I, well, it just we're talking about the reaction to it. It, <laughs> it was it was nice to see people like learning about it. That's good. Yeah, if you have a uh, twenty minutes to spare and pretty low self esteem, <laughs> or high self esteem, and you <laughs> and you just enjoy campy fun things. Yeah. Yes, it, it is very much in the camp department. If you want some camp. You sit back and enjoy. I mean, to be fair, a lot of Turtles is camp. Oh, yeah. Especially this era of Turtles. Yes, definitely. Speaking of this era, let me yeah, tell you speaking the story. of this area. <laughs> good, good one. Thank you, thank you. Perhaps I can best explain. The story of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named Hamato Yoshi. All right, so this is Shredderville, season three, episode 43, originally aired November 22nd, 1989, written by Francis Moss. The turtles come home after their wayless tangle with the Shredder. Shredder got away and caused a lot of property damage in the process. The turtles wonder if the world would be better off without them, since then there wouldn't be this cat and mouse game with the Shredder that causes all this property damage. The next morning, the turtles wake up not in their beds, but in a sewer tunnel. They go topside to try and figure out what's going on, and the world is in ruins. They head to Channel 6, where April and Irma are working as slave girls to a human bebop and rock study. None of them recognize the turtles. April and Irma flee, while bebop and rock study start fighting the turtles, saying mutants are the enemy. The turtles defeat them and realize what's going on. They got their wish, and they're in a world where the Ninja Turtles never existed, allowing Shredder to seize power turning new york into shredderville 
The turtles see the technodrome along the skyline of Shredderville and assume uh, Krang is behind what's going on in this world. But the technodrome is in a state of disrepair. The turtles don the repairman outfits and infiltrate the, te the technodrome with the help of Zack, who in this universe is just a regular kid who's spray painting some graffiti on the technodrome. He's not the fifth turtle. Uh, inside, Crank explains that Shredder's behind the terrible conditions since taking over New York and that his base is back at Channel 6. The Turtles head back to Channel 6. Mike and Don convince April and Irma that Shredder is the bad guy, and Raph and Leo are recruited to be in the audience of the I Love Shredder show. Leo gets mad about Shredder's actions and rips off his repairman costume, revealing his secret identity as a mutant. Some rock soldiers, along with Vernon and Byrne, surround Raph and Leo. Don, Mike, April, and Irma show up and get Raph and Leo out of their jam. They make their way outside where it turns out the Technodrome is about to self-destruct if it doesn't get coolant, coolant which is controlled by the Shredder. The team forces their way back into Channel 6 where their weapons suddenly go crazy and break while fighting Bebop and Rocksteady before the roof caves in on Bebop and Rocksteady, letting the good guys get away. They get to Shredder's office and it turns out Shredder doesn't really like being Emperor of the World because there's too much paperwork. He's buried in a pile of repair requests. The Channel 6 building starts to fall apart and the turtles wake up to find they're back in their sewer layer, safe and sound. Splinter tells them to be careful what they wish for because they just might get it. The end. Absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just reminds me of that uh, When I Grow Up song by the... Do the Pussycat Dolls sing that one? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Careful what you wish for. That is a, that is a cut, man. <laughs> yeah? I used to listen to the Mayday Parade cover of it all the time as a kid. Okay. I still like listening to it occasionally now. It's pretty good. But anyway. I haven't thought about the Pussycat Dolls, and what I'm realizing now is way too long. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, my episode is bye bye fly uh it was written by david wise and aired november 23rd of 1989 so we open with donatello filming the turtles to uh doing turtle aerobics for their new jazzercise cassette that they're going to give to april to produce after that they turn on the tv and uh flip over to the channel six where April is reporting on a group of archaeologists that have discovered a temple of an underground civilization, well, a temple of a civilization underground. And uh, they don't know what the civilization is, but they're working on figuring it out. The turtles decide that they're going to go check it out because they don't want, you know, they want to see how close it is to their lair and don't want anyone uh, digging up their lair and finding it while, like, they have this temple. Meanwhile, uh, Stockman shows up and scares the archaeologists away and then discovers the temple that they're standing in front of and uh, gets inside it and learns that it's actually a sentient spaceship thing. Well, it's at least got a sentient computer in it with a pan-dimensional warp drive. So in other words, it can get to dimension X or really any other dimension they want to get it to go to. So then Stockman plans to use this pan-dimensional warp drive as bait for Shredder and Krang. because they're looking for something like that. Stockman shows up to the Technodrome and drops off part of the warp drive with Bebop and Rocksteady and tells them that there's more where that came from. Krang sends Sh uh, Shredder after him 
And so they end up following this whole breadcrumb trail of warp drive pieces back to this spaceship in the ground. Uh, on their way, though, they run into the turtles who are also on their way to the spaceship and they battle it out with their water vehicles and the uh, foot skis show themselves to be vastly superior to the turtles intertubes with guns. Uh, so the turtles end up losing, surprisingly. This is one of the few times this happens in this show. So get it while you can. The turtles aren't too far behind uh, Shredder because they end up following him. But only after they discover a piece of the warp drive that Shredder actually missed. Uh, the ship knows that Shredder is coming. And so it gives Stockman a ray gun that turns people into animals to help him with his revenge plot because he didn't know how he was going to exact revenge on Shredder after getting in there. The ship, uh, well, after Shredder enters the ship, Baxter steps out and blasts him with the ray and turns him into a fly. Shortly afterward, the, turtle walk, the turtles walk in. Baxter blasts at them and manages to tag Michelangelo, turning him into a gerbil. Krang uh, over the foot communicators tells Bebop and Rocksteady to get the warp drive but they lose it to Baxter and they run out of there. Uh, Baxter, uh, after they get away, Crane tells them to get the gun and change Shredder back. So that's now a B Op and Rocksteady's new mission. The turtles discover that the computer is sentient after hearing it talk to Baxter. And so they then interrogate slash torture uh, the computer until it tells them where Baxter is and, uh, and uh, how to protect themselves from his ray. It lets them know that uh, he's hooking up the warp drive and getting that all set up and where he's at and tells them where they can find some suits that will protect them from the ray. They get in the suits and go after him. Baxter realizes that his ray is useless against them, but they also want it to change their brother back. And so he tosses it down a chute so that the turtles will chase after that and get off his back. The turtles do chase after the ray gun and end up in the kitchen where there's some kitchen robots that try to turn the turtles into turtle soup. Uh, they're trying to fight it off. And so Donatello then reprograms them and gets the ray and changes Mikey back. Uh, they then take off out of the ship. And when they exit, Bebop and Rocksteady take the ray from them and escape. And then Baxter blasts off in the ship to go to Dimension X. Uh, but it turns out he's missing a piece because Donatello still has that one that he found forever ago uh, that Shredder had forgotten. And so then he gets trapped in some other dimension where he's now in a spider web and this thing that isn't a spider, but as a giant bug is going to eat him or something. And it cuts out. Uh, after that, be up and Rocksteady eventually uh, after bullying Shredder a little bit as a fly, uh, return him to normal and the turtles return to their lair. And uh, the archaeologists decide not to dig anywhere anymore and tell everyone on the news that because this place is gone, it must be cursed. Don't dig anymore. The end. What a oh. Riveting. Yeah. Uh, so on the side, I was Googling the pussycat dolls. And, uh, <laughs> I am in a different point in my life because all I want to do is give them some broccoli cheese soup and like a nice warm sweater. Like they look so cold. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we should probably move into the second time around. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of going back and revisiting some antiques. 
Hey, uh, nice junk. <laughs> That's the most savage oh, thing you've ever boy. said, Spencer. Yeah, Holy that was pretty... <laughs> it, it was just supposed to be a transitional joke, you know? Nope, it wasn't. <laughs> Let the Twitter right. war begin. Oh, my gosh. All right. Amazing. So right off the bat, uh, James Avery is not Shredder in these episodes. We are back to Dorian Harwood. Yep. Uh, apparently this is the last time that Dorian Harewood uh, voices Shredder in the series. Okay. He has so, an okay yeah. job. It's just he, very this noticeable. Is probably this is his, not James Avery. This is probably his best Shredder yet. Yeah. Um, but mostly because it wasn't in the episodes that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, Bye Bye Fly. He's, he's in it more, but he's doing the fly voice most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, in Shredderville, we see Donatello throw his bow staff and trip up a rock soldier, which is something we've seen him do before, yeah. both in this show and in the comic books. Kind of a, kind of a signature move of his. The old trip him with your bow staff yeah. trick. So th- this was, uh, I didn't know if this was like an anchovy or what, but I thought it was kind of weird how like there, I mean, ob- obviously like it, it was a dream, but it was kind of weird how like the turtles dreamt all of these connections like to people would still be like around like and also like shredder in this world would still have the cops like because because the the guy at the disguise store is like i'll call the cops on you it's like which implies that the shredder took over the city and then also kept the cops or, or he hired a whole new force that was going to uh, enforce his uh, rule or something. I don't know. I mean, which is which is also weird because we see like the rock soldiers are working for Shredder. Maybe they are the cops. Like, and so that's where I was kind of like, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, like maybe they're the cops. Um, and then towards the end of the episode, uh, when Krang is, uh, I think they were in the park, I think, um, and Krang is being carried by two foot soldiers. And so it's like that was the only time we saw the foot soldiers in this episode. Like Shredder's ruling the city, but Krang still has the foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I chalk it up to dream logic. Yeah, you know? like it's not the craziest thing that's happening. <laughs> I know. I was show. trying to like so, so. So that's what I was saying. Like the turtles. Like it's really weird how they kind of dreamt all of these connections would still like how these connections would work. It, it was just weird. Yeah. yeah. It's it also to me it's almost kind of like the '87 series version of same as it never was. <laughs> totally, of, totally, kind of, yeah. It's kind of like someone like took same as it never was and combined it with it's a wonderful life and like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this is the turtles. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great connection, man. I, I just find it funny because I saw it and I was like, wow, it's like their own version of same as it never was, but it's kind of also like the turtles meets it's a wonderful life uh speaking of movie references leo when he gets mad uh at shredder's antics and and he shouts out i'm mad as heck and i'm not gonna yeah. take it anymore <laughs> yeah. that's from the movie network that's like a very famous part of that movie I'm mad as hell and i'm not gonna take it anymore yeah. <laughs> man if See, only they won't put the shell pun at this point i, mean, I know I'm mad as shell yeah if only um it was kind of weird that uh Splinter doesn't appear in this alternate reality. Yeah, so 
I think if you remember back to the first episode, wasn't Splinter or Shredder? Shredder poured the ooze down the drain in an effort to kill Hamato Yoshi. Yeah. So presumably he succeeded in this universe, right? So is and so it's kind of weird that like Shredder, like uh everybody's like, oh god, the mutants, and like Shredder's obviously like blamed mutants for you know all of society's ills. But like we never see any other mutants. Like, does did he mutate Hamato Yoshi into a rat and then like kill him? Oh, maybe that's even more sinister. That that has like four more steps, which I believe is what Shredder would do. <laughs> First, I'll turn him into a mutant rat. Yeah. Well, I mean, already his plan was to like randomly drop ooze down a sewer and hope that it killed Hamato Yoshi. So it's, it's I mean, it's weird that like Krang didn't tell him what the ooze did, too. You know? Yeah. 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 When Shredder just assumed the ooze would kill him. And I'll put that mutant rat in a box, and I'll put that box in another box. Another box. I'll, box and I'll, I'll smash it with a hammer. Uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Joke. Yeah. I, didn't get I love that movie. It's, it's such so a good. good. Underrated classic. It's like the one Disney movie that isn't a musical. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only got like two songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another interesting <laughs> fact I learned in this one is apparently Irm is one of their best friends because they say so. Uh, yeah, that's right. I do like I do like that in this reality too that they're that they're constantly looking for people who know who they are, and it's like you don't even do that in your own reality. Yeah. What are the rules here? Well, and their first instinct was to disguise themselves. Yeah, also, and then they immediately give that up after the guy like. Doesn't doesn't the disguise owner like doesn't he run out of the store and leave them there? I can't recall. And then like, so they I mean they could have gotten costumes and then like they just still decide to hot foot it down to the Channel Six building. Well, also everyone has a problem with mutants, but like the mutant turtles never existed for Shredder to have a problem with mutants. Like not even Bebop and Rocksteady. That's what I was, that's what I was saying. So like yeah. it, it, so like it would have to be like Shredder would have had to mutated. Hamato Yoshi and then like kill him. Yeah, publicly for publicly, doing something. Yeah. And be like, this is all Splinter's doing. But uh, yeah, like, stuff, like, we, yeah, like we said, that's too many steps for this show to take. Maybe it, maybe is it created a whole bunch of mutants that were running around the city and then like blamed all of the city's ills on them. And but it's like he didn't, but he didn't create Bebop and Rocksteady. So no, like, no, what he, other mutants did he create then? He created ones out of just random people that weren't his henchmen because he needed a villain to like take control of the city. He did it totally politically, you know, legitimately, not by like, you know, not through violence. Also, also super weird that like he kept April and Irma as like his as like his slave girls and yeah. moved into the Channel Six building. Like he wouldn't have had a grudge with them if the turtles never existed. Well, uh, April was at least investigating the gang activity, right? She was investigating, yeah, she was investigating like the ninja activity. But it's like at that point, Shredder would have already had taken over. Because hmm. we, we also, I don't think we know how long Shredder has been in charge in this episode. Yeah. Again, dream logic. Dream right? logic, yeah. yeah. We're diving way too deep into this yeah. dream logic. <laughs> I got one. I got one final thing for this episode. So I, 
I've noticed this about Donatello before. When they get to Shredder's office, he looks at the door and he says, that's solid bronze and it's a foot thick. And I think this is Donatello's superpower is that he can look at any substance and tell you how thick it is. Because he did it to the Technodrome. He, when he was in an earlier episode, he threw a shuriken with an explosive on it at the, shirt, at the, at the Technodrome. And he's like, this should work because it will blast through titanium that's at least six foot thick like the Technodrome. He did it in Turtles of the Earth's Core when they built a mini Technodrome. The thing was already built. He looked at it and he's like, guys, it's solid steel and it's three feet thick. Like he just looks at it and he just knows. And I think it's a low-key superpower. And I think Michelangelo's low-key superpower is incredible super strength because he immediately just knocks the doors over. Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. Remember <laughs> how Angelo's mutation progresses? He gets super strength. When Donatello's mutation progresses... He can tell how thick metal is just by looking at it. Remember remember yeah. a couple of weeks ago when people were like, the turtles don't have superpowers. And we were like, no, we literally watched an episode where the turtles say they have superpowers. <laughs> These are their superpowers. Right. These are the powers they lose if they become humans. Yeah. For the 87 series, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think Raph's... the 87 series, but that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And I think Raph's is perfect timing, which is both when he like throws his size and like perfectly times it so it stops a spinning rotating door and with the jokes right yep. it, it works both ways <laughs> i thought way too hard about this <laughs> it, it seems like it. it seems like you've got like the whole canon yeah. yeah all right should we go on to bye bye fly i think yeah. so so this episode kind of seems like a toy commercial for the water vehicles uh, I mean, yeah, this was definitely, you know, I think the footskis had been out at this point. Yeah, they, they've appeared in an earlier episode, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Both but, of them. Uh, so the, the footskis and the sewer party tube have yeah. both been in this show. Uh, the, uh, the thing that Leo uses, though, is, is it's called the sewer scuba jet. It actually came with the uh, the wacky action Donatello figure. Uh, he swam. Yep. Uh, so. I had I think I had the, I think I had the turtle tube um the, the party tube excuse me um and my cousin had the wacky action donatello but i think i wound up it wound up in like my collection because i specifically remember um that like the scuba thing because i had that in like a random box of like accessories for a long time like with the little harpoon that clips into it which it was really funny that the har- the harpoon in this episode was like rounded off so yeah, it wasn't sharp. I noticed that. But it was sharp as hell on the toy. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing to me about the foot skis is that, like, in between the front, like, Millennium Falcon part of it, you know, like, there's the prongs. S- yeah, there's like six eels in there, and they're supposed to, like, eat the turtle's brains or something if you read the toy description. Yeah. But, like, they have never referenced the eels whatsoever in this show. They're just, like, kind of a hard. Pink they never, yeah, piece. because like they, it never gets used like that in anything too. Because the remember the Rat King rides it in Turtles in Time, the, the arcade game, mm-hmm. and like he doesn't really use that either. Right. It's it's really weird. I don't know why they decided to include that. Well, because never... they were uh, just making weird toys back then. Yeah. Now I think this episode also confirms that Dimension X is not another dimension. It's just a different galaxy because Baxter tries to fly to it instead of like. Well, remember right? Baxter's also crazy. Well, also there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Baxter's trying to fly to it, 
but I think that's also his he doesn't know where it is okay well it's a pan-dimensional warp drive so like it's supposed to go through dimensions by flying it yeah so that's so so i i think it's a combination of both i think it's a combination of baxter not knowing what he's got and the machine and the you know the spaceship just kind of letting him do his thing because it's eventually going to work see i was trying to make the connection that in the archie series dimension x is distinctly a different galaxy yeah, well, but it sounds like it sounds like I'm reaching for that. So no, I mean, I can you're, see. you're not you're not wrong because um, because the show has always been kind of like is Dimension X a different planet, a different galaxy, or a different dimension? Like it kind of uses the word dimension interchangeably. Yeah. So, and I don't think I don't think the show ever really answers that because like they obviously when they go to dimension x it's like it's mostly just kind of like weird colored right i think the only time we ever see like dimension x really be weird is in the 2012 cartoon yeah Yeah. the only other thing i have for this episode is that uh there's a part where donatello is typing on a computer and that's been made into a gif that i use for like everything oh yeah that's a very famous gif (laughs) i don't really have anything else for this episode uh the mutazoo gun um i thought was a neat little addition that came with the neca baxter stockman action figure oh okay um and i think when baxter comes back he's with this computer again um i i think it's this computer but he uh it comes like the computer's like got a little face next time Oh, and like a future episode. Yeah, I think I think Baxter comes back in like another episode. Okay. Cool. cool. Are you ready for some uh, some nice salty anchovies? No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing, and you're in big trouble. Okay. I can't let you know. So, Shredderville. We talked about there not being mutants, but we know that the Rock Soldiers are mutants, right? Well, <laughs> we talked we talked about it last time. <laughs> we talked about it last time how the rock soldiers when they were what were they hit with? Was it a retro mutagen ray? It was the the welding flux they were using for the technodrome dipped in lava. Yes. Yeah. Made into an aerosol. Made into an aerosol. Yeah, that's right. And it got, you know, it got sprayed on them. When I say it out loud. <laughs> end of thought <laughs> well, i mean would you say the the words teenage mutant ninja turtles out loud yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta go with it <laughs> my only thought is that perhaps the turtles don't necessarily know that they're uh mutants and that's why in this dream they consider them the, like the police force but uh, i got nothing i i don't either my other big anchovy so there's a part in this episode where like donatello goes to like kick bebop and rocksteady and his bow staff breaks and wrath pulls out a sigh and they're all bent up and michelangelo is whipping around his grappling hook and it breaks and flies off and leonardo pulls out his swords and like the swords pop out of the hilt and go into the ceiling and they just like never explained why that happened it really confused me yeah i thought it was another like shredder and magnet kind of thing but yeah they were just like, ah, it's Shredderville, and then walked on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really like the whole like April and Irma's harem girls. It just feels yeah, weird. That, yeah, that felt that felt weird and kind of icky. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, whenever – it's not the only time they do this, though. There is one of the, the guest era issues of the Mirage series that also feels like another excuse just to put, like, April in a harem outfit. They're there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's just – it's a weird trope, um, you know, and it, it, it's kind of gross that it implies that, like, Shredder's keeping them around, you know, to be harem girls. Yeah. And like they they they're like oh we're serving grapes to Bebop and Rocksteady and it's like uh, that's don't like that no. yeah not I, a fan not, not my favorite thing either uh, the other thing that doesn't make sense to me is they wish they'd never been mutated to stop Shredder's destruction of New York City and all this stuff but like they're acting like his goal wasn't ever to take over the world in the first place. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Shredder yeah. was Shredder was already never... on the path to doing this. He found the turtles along the way. Yeah. yeah. Like this this is this is like that one episode uh where where Leo like has one inconvenience and decides he doesn't want to lead the turtles anymore. <laughs> it was a bad dream. It was a bad dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it's like guys <laughs> yeah you're like you're not the cause of shredder like he was already a, and it's like splinter knows that too mm. splinter knew him when he like was a man i mean he's still a man but you know what i mean right yeah, right. yeah it's one of those things where it's like this this logic doesn't make any sense at all like you're acting like shredder didn't have other goals besides killing you guys in the first place <laughs> It would work maybe if you went with the Mirage ones, but like this story, it doesn't work. You know, Shredder is explicitly trying to take over the world. And then it's like he ends he ends up like taking over the city and uh-huh. then and then just kind of stops there. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't really say anything about him taking over the entire world. Well, this thing is like he's I don't know, he has like another like another Shredder is super incompetent moment. Like he becomes like dictator of the city. And then he's like, is actually trying to be a good leader and take care of the people. Yeah. Like, like he's trying <laughs> to like do it. And like, he even like wears a suit in the dark. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But also leaves his helmet on. But yeah, he's got all these like repair tickets. And like, like delegate a little bit here, man. Like you've got people on rocks that he's just sitting around doing nothing. I mean, Krang's, granted, you don't want to give them the repair. Krang's tickets. doing nothing. He's sitting in a beat up technical. Well, no, he remember he double crossed Krang. Oh, okay. That's that's why that's why Krang was left in the Technodrome. I clearly wasn't paying that much attention. Oh yeah. So I, he so Krang It took me a minute to figure out why they went from channel six to the Technodrome back to channel six. I don't watch Oh, that was three stupid. Times. That yeah, was stupid. That was because like they were stupid. literally in the building where Shredder yeah. already was. They were a they, floor down from where Shredder yeah, was. Yeah, and then and then like they don't even say like, oh, we were just there. Like they don't even react to it. Back to the building. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, Krang specifically does say that Shredder betrays him. And okay. then he took and then he, that's why he took the coolant. Yeah. Which what was he using the coolant for? We just know yeah. he took it. And it's like the, the Channel Six building presumably has air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if they're down in the Earth's core, they must, right? <laughs> so yeah, this, like, like this also isn't the sec isn't the first time that coolant has been a problem on the Technodrome either. <laughs> but yeah, what? 
Why was it a big deal that the Technodrome was exploding? Because it doesn't even explode at the end. No, it, it, I, think it, I think it does. I think it's one of those. Uh, I actually, because I'm going to save that for um, the next segment. Okay, well, let's, let's move on to Bye Bye Fly then. Um, can we talk about uh, how Donatello totally tortures a, a yep. living <laughs> I was being? I was thinking that too. I was like, Donatello's torturing this, it, this creature, this AI. He doesn't even like second guess himself. Like he's into it. Like he's yes. like, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Bam. Like it's scary. <laughs> it, it is a little bit. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> where's rachel yeah swear to me i would i would love to actually see donatello just being like swear to me yeah. <laughs> as, he, as he shocks this computer yeah but yes yeah, so he like pat puts wires together electrocutes this computer like and it's just like ah stop it <laughs> and then he does it again yeah yeah but uh peter and kevin nix the idea so it would have been kind of nice though if that had kind of come back and like I don't know because like the turtles really like the turtles granted they don't try to help Baxter but they're yeah. not the cause of his problems. Yeah, they could be allies if they, they could be allies. And so, like, is, hey. and so it is kind of a it is it is kind of shitty that the turtles don't try to help Baxter. Yeah. They just try to stop Baxter. Here's here's what I didn't understand about this episode. Like fundamentally, why did Baxter want to go to Dimension X? Yeah, I don't remember that being his goal last yeah. time. No, like the, the whole goal of the thing is that he wants to lay a trap. And so he like is able to use it as bait. But but he uses his bait and then doesn't have a trap. Yeah. And he like then, for, he forgets to do the trap and yeah, and he gets a gun from the ship and is like, "Aha, new toy! I'm gonna blast them when they come in." And it's like, but we're but we're talking about like, what is his plan though? Like he, like why does he want to go to Dimension X? Like I don't I don't think they I don't think he said why he wanted to do that last time. Yeah, and the only thing I could think was that like that's where he, like he got transformed in Dimension X. Yes. Yeah. But. It was in the Technodrome in Dimension X, and he knows where the Technodrome is. So why is he now going to Dimension X? I don't know. It really confused me. Yeah. Uh, also, like, why do the turtles like? I, I love how the turtles are like. We're so concerned that the archaeologists are going to find the lair. Let's go talk to the archaeologists. <laughs> <laughs> it's a preemptive strike. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> We're so concerned. Let's go talk to them. I hadn't thought of that. Just going to talk to them. Yeah, just going to talk to them. Just a minute. Just, 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 just going to just going to tell them. Just going to talk to them real quick, guys. Just going to talk to them. <laughs> hey guys, don't mention us. Like, what was their plan? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is your end game here, guys? Yeah. You know what's good for you. <laughs> You're going to stop looking around. Yeah. Donatello's over there, like. Turning a switch to the computer, like <laughs> you're this will happen to you. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna forget this sewer even existed. <laughs> but also, like they wouldn't do archaeological archaeological digs like underneath the city like that. Yeah, well, they they clarified their urban archaeologists. They did clarify that. I did like yeah. that. But also, like you'd figure the city would be a lot more into it then. 
Maybe they haven't done a dig. I mean, be up in Rock City, point out that they've drilled so many holes in the earth with their transport. I did think that was really funny. Maybe they're just walking through those holes. They're just like, yeah, let's just let's see where this goes. <laughs> An ancient civilization must have drilled all these holes. Yeah. <laughs> less excavating and more just hiking. <laughs> just walking through big holes. Uh, all right, should we... Uh... Oh, wait a minute. I have one more thing. Great. Yeah, just one more thing. So the episode opens with shredder like trying to get their stuff to work and trying to get the stuff in the technodrome to work and then being like there's not enough power shredder and he's just like ah i need more power and it's just like dude this has been your problem yeah like all season for 40 episodes now like (laughs) it's ludicrous what yeah guys what did the technodrome run on before like i have no idea they've used everything they tried to like shrink the sun they stole a submarine battery or some bull crap like what did it ever run on yeah but it, it was actually functional <laughs> uh i did anybody else notice that krang was like t-posing the entire episode i did yes <laughs> i was like what is going on with his arms it's a and dominant I, like, thing I re- and I rewound it, and I was like, "Does he even mention that he's out of power?" <laughs> and and he doesn't. So it's like they literally—it was—he's just t posing the entire episode. Yeah, he's usually like about at it, you know. He's not quite at the T yet. It's, it sags a little bit. I don't know why they designed that robot to not be able to put its arms all the way down. Like that seems like a poor design choice, but. Well, it was better, I guess. So. It's it's funny. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just on Twitter, and the Ninja Turtle nerd said that exact same thing and posted a picture of, of oh. his body. That's a good podcast, by the way. Yeah, TMT nerds out. on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, love those guys. What what uh, what else do you love, Mike? Oh, hey, nice segue. Oh, I love being a turtle. So. Y'all can't see it, but I'm like, I'm rooting myself up here. <laughs> Punching the sky. There you go. My, high five in myself. Yeah. Uh, I did like, um, I did like the general tone of Shredderville. Mm-hmm. Um, it, going back to what you're saying, like it, it, it does feel very reminiscent of Same As It Never Was. And, I, and I'm already kind of a fan of those kind of episodes. So it, it felt kind of cool like that it was in it was undercut by the fact that we already knew it was a dream because the turtles literally went to sleep and woke up like this right yeah. um i think the episode would have been stronger if they had if like they were already just in this episode mm-hmm. but then also too they wouldn't have done it because kids back then were really stupid so we would we wouldn't have understood it back then yeah i agree with you i i, I love a future turtle story whether it's the crazy archie future or you know uh the what the 2012 one that ended with him like mad max style or yep. last ronin you know it's i didn't know that uh this show had like a, a dystopian future episode so this was cool to, to watch it, it, I, I thought it was genuinely good yeah it, it it wasn't it wasn't a bad premise like it, it was just the little things like the april irma stuff and just kind of the weird little incon like inconsistencies mm-hmm. um but generally the tone of the episode was pretty good um, and it did like I did like that you know the turtles did fail at the end like they didn't stop shredder and essentially like if they hadn't woken up they would have died 
Yeah, it's definitely an interesting idea. And like that, that's kind of my big thing with it is like, it's an interesting idea. I feel like they could have mm-hmm. just like workshopped a few of the kinks out a little bit more. And if they had, like, it would be a really good episode. But it's just kind of a, a good one, you know, like, like you said, tonally, it's, it's interesting and it's different than what we've watched before. And so it was kind of a treat to watch for that reason. Yeah. Like I went into this, like, I, di- I didn't remember this episode, but I, but, and you look at the title Shredderville and you're like, oh, this is going to be stupid. And granted, I mean, it was, but yeah. like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't one of the worst episodes. Uh-uh. It's, no, it's no Grimix. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Og goes to town. It's no oh, Mr. Man. Og. What a run. What a run of three episodes. I forget, <laughs> I, I forget what the other one was. The other, Those two were so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I was assuming we get like some stupid Shredder clone story or something. Where, like, yeah. Everyone like, thought they were Shredder or something. But yeah, this was... It was, it was generally pretty good, yeah. Pleasant surprise, yeah. Uh, I did like his flashback to the, like, the history um, of Shredder video that Leo goes crazy at. Um, and it like it shows like a young Shredder in the Foot Clan wearing his helmet still. <laughs> it's like a baby, right? <laughs> he's yeah. it, it goes it goes through his different stages in his life, and it's like he's a baby wearing the helmet. He's like a young teenager, fi- like training to be a ninja, wearing his helmet. I'm pretty sure he was born in that helmet, you know? Yeah, like. <laughs> It's like the, turtle, the turtles have seen him without his mask, right? <laughs> are, are we? Just, or, or is that just what they think his face is? Are we certain that helmet isn't just part of his anatomy? Well, no, that I mean, we are because we've seen it. We've seen him take take off at least like the mask. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do the turtles think that is his head? Because this is their dream. That might be because we do see him without his helmet on in the invasion of the punk frogs episode the very first one well to be in fair that, that is also a hologram that he remember that's a, that's a hologram that he puts on that uh, sweet sweet outfit yeah but he but he does to at least take off the faceplate. I'm, I'm sure he's taken off that helmet at some point i'm just being facetious i can't i can't think of an episode that we've seen where he takes the helmet off like we've seen him without the faceplate. We've seen him like without the helmet, but I don't think we've ever seen him take the helmet, like lift it off of his head. Yeah, because it's a hologram in that one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think you're right. And then like the flashback um in the <laughs> in the in the very first episode, like you know, he's that's it. I don't think we've ever seen him take it off, which is why I think the turtles think that is his actual face. So what does that mean he like parts it on the side and it just looks like human hair and he comes it the other way he's got a helmet like <laughs> yeah, we've, we've definitely seen at one point he didn't have a helmet fused to his skull so <laughs> i just don't think the turtles know that <laughs> uh, that's so. probably fair yeah well yeah and i mean they haven't seen that many humans right and half the humans they meet have been transformed into rhino men so yeah it's not out it's not that outlandish i guess <laughs> uh i also like that we got an appearance from zach the fifth turtle a hearty disagree for me but (laughs) i but but it it was kind of funny that like they had already they had already figured out that human like nobody recognizes them they already figured that out and then michelangelo like immediately says hey it's zach the fifth turtle it's like he doesn't know that right (laughs) he doesn't know that he's the fifth turtle don't freak the kid out 
I mean, also, they make Aaron, like, April and Arima harem girls, but yet, like, Zach gets to be some sort of rebel kid that's fighting, <laughs> yeah. like, that's yes. spray painting the techno drum. Yeah, like, like Zach is the leader of the resistance. Yeah. And what resistance? It's only him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nobody, Nobody, everybody, like, everybody seems genuinely okay with their life, like, being like this. Yeah. Nobody, like, like, yeah, granted, like, the, it's a crap sack world, but everybody seems kind of you know, genuinely okay with it. Yeah. What I liked more about the Zach situation is Zach helps them infiltrate the Technodrome, but he does, the turtles don their like really crappy construction worker outfits. That's just like, it's glasses, a hard hat, a jumpsuit, and like this really old timey neck beard thing. It looks so bad. Like it, it covers like eight percent of their face like you can totally tell they're turtles but oh and the sunglasses don't forget the sunglasses yeah yeah but even with that they still got this big bulbous beak sticking out and they're still green yeah yeah it does nothing to hide the fedora hides more than those uh, yeah outfits do i don't know you you can get a lot of places without questions if you're wearing a hard hat and and working clothes you know (laughs) I've also found if you're holding a clipboard and act like you're writing something, people generally will leave you alone. (laughs) I spent a whole day, I worked at a a bookstore and didn't want to do anything. So I just went around with a clipboard writing stuff down. I mean, I got like. Did you work at the the bookstore? I did work at the bookstore. I I did work at the bookstore. I just didn't like doing anything. And it took a good hour and a half, two hours before my boss was like, what are you actually working on? She looked at my paper and I just like doodled all over it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do what I say, kids, not what I do. Anyone else have other things they love? I think that's it for me on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to buy by a fly. I, I've said it before. I think they have great continuity with, with Baxter Stockman. Like he remembers that he was frozen in the last time we saw him, which like this, ep- this show seems to like reset every episode, but. Baxter seems to have like an ongoing kind of arc and story to him, which I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, you know, like, like you said, like it's 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 a genuine. I don't know. I don't know if it's an arc because he's still kind of in the same place he always is, but it, it reminded me a lot of uh, the two thousand three sh- uh, Baxter Stockman, and how he like had that arc of like him constantly getting screwed over, mm-hmm. and it's it's here. <laughs> you know yeah it's it's not as serious he doesn't become an eyeball in a jar yeah but <laughs> that know, we know of oh i mean that we know of we you know we never see him again after a couple episodes but but yeah yeah see, another... spencer I, I know some 2003 stuff you do you do but uh what i really liked about this one is that don don tell actually kind of like i mean he shines in other episodes but he really shines in this one you know I mean, he interrogates the computer, which we, you know, you guys kind of just decided torture was an anchovy, which I, I don't blame you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your favorite yeah. things. This was is one a of my favorite torture podcast. Okay. On, top of, on top of interrogating the computer, he reprograms the robots. He's the one that has the part. He's the one that uh, changes Where Mikey back. Where did he get the idea the for rig. robot chop salad, though? Yeah. Like turtle yeah, soup's worked. an actual food, but robot chop salad. 
it's probably a food in, in dimension x or wherever the the road the spaceship's from all right. <laughs> that's what the rock soldiers eat probably the robot parts, <laughs> they right? eat robots for breakfast <laughs> oh man that'd be awful could you imagine being a foot soldier on the technodrome and be like every time the foot every time the rock soldiers come in you're like oh god why did craig program me to no fear (laughs) why why was i programmed to feel pain yeah exactly (laughs) but you know like donatello really gets like does a lot in these episodes without him they wouldn't have gotten very far oh yeah no you're right you're right that's why he's the best turtle yeah, that is why. That, that is definitely why he is the best turtle. I don't know. I think Michelangelo is. He's the Battle Nexus champion. Uh, he's, a, he's a gerbil here. It's just the yeah, way. It, this episode, he's just a gerbil. Yeah, teenage Mutant Ninja gerbil. I really wish he had gotten to do something cool as a gerbil. Like, I don't know what gerbils are known for. Jumping fairly high, I guess. But Oh, I think that gerbil also comes with the Baxter Stockman figure. Oh, yeah. Okay. But also, he he looks more like a guinea pig than he does a gerbil. It often. definitely is not a gerbil. <laughs> gerbils have like a long tail, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, gerbils are basically ha- like mice hamsters. Yeah, my little brother had one growing up, and yeah, they've got longer tails. They're definitely good at jumping. They've kind of got those like almost like kangaroo type haunches, you know. Anyway, I had a hamster when I was a kid, and that thing was a jerk. <laughs> used to climb on top of its water bottle and like grab the top of its cage and lift it and slam it down <laughs> like while i was trying to sleep like, the thing was just a- <laughs> as an angry hamster he wanted he wanted you to know he was it, uh <laughs> i'm this is a long story i'm sorry but uh it died on halloween oh uh, gee like I, I i think we were out trick-or-treating and we came home and like my i remember my dad had it in the tub and it was just like having a hard time breathing and whatnot I think it died and we went trick-or-treating even more. I can't quite remember. But uh, <laughs> man, we put it in a shoebox and under a full moon on Halloween night, we're in the backyard uh, burying this shoebox. <laughs> it looked like we probably killed a guy. Wow. Uh, the next day there was like this big bump because I, you know, I was like 10, 8, something like that. I'm horrible at digging holes. There's this big bump and it's right by a electric pole. Uh, and like two or three days later, they came and they did work on the electric pole. And the bump wasn't there anymore, but there were like tracks from a, a <laughs> cherry picker. So like someone ran over the remains of my. Oh hands no! <laughs> oh no! That's even worse. Yeah, you better and, hope the pet cemetery doesn't happen. That hamster's coming for you. Oh man, I'm cursed to this day. I, every rodent I've met has been out to get me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so horrible stories aside. <laughs> <laughs> overall not yeah. not a bad duology of episodes no. like definitely not the worst of season three no very watchable possibly enjoyable definitely thought-provoking yeah, yeah we- definitely had a lot of thoughts a lot of thoughts yeah i mean these these were a lot of fun to talk about um <laughs> but i'm done talking about them yeah let's let's go ahead and move on to news what we got this week April O'Neil, Channel 9 News. Uh, Channel 6 News. I can't do the transition and the song, guys. Come on. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the backup. All right. Uh, so, leading us off, of course, right after we took our break last year, uh, NECA was still doing their 12 days of uh, 12 days of Christmas reveals. And the, of course, the one right after we did our, took our break 
was the one for the Toon Ninja Turtles series. And they confirmed, they uh, put out a brand new checklist and there were some genuine surprises on that list. Uh, my personal favorites being they confirmed that the neutrinos are coming to the tune line uh, in a three pack. So Kala, uh, Zach and Dax really excited. Yeah. I think they come with a Gribbix. Don't they? they come with a Gribbix. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think we saw the entire accessory pack, but we did see a couple pictures. Um, and the Gribbix is one of the picture, uh, one of the accessories for that pack. Uh, they also confirmed or, or revealed rather. Um, uh, they revealed Token Razar from the Tune Line uh, in full color. We only ever saw their silhouettes last time, mm-hmm. and a couple new army builders. Uh, they revealed uh, the Rock Soldier Infantrymen that we've been talking about in Shredderville. And a crooked Ninja Turtle gang member. Yeah, another thing I saw on the checklist, not in the tune line, but we actually got to see the Fugitoid, what it looks like. Because before, oh, I think, like, did we talk about that last time? I, I can't remember. I don't think we did because I think it showed up on that list. Uh, but that was after we took our break. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So then going back, they so they put out a new arcade um, slash mirage list. And they confirmed, or not confirmed, but fully revealed the painted Fugitoid figure uh, for the Mirage line. Um, also, uh, arcade-style uh, Dragon Granitor, which is funny because arcade-style Dragon Granitor predates the Toon line. That's how long those, how long ago those figures were revealed to us. I think it was at Comic-Con or Toy Fair, um, but it was so long ago. And uh, Fush uh, put out a great podcast with um, Trevor Zaman over at NECA, and he kind of confirmed. He's like, yeah. He's like, they were revealed first. They were made for the arcade line, but then we got the chance to do the tune line, and that kind of took priority, which is why they never came out. Awesome. So I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. Um, so we got the reveal of Arcade Track and Granitor, Fugitoid, um, a couple repaints of uh, foot soldiers for the arcade line. Uh, like I said, the neutrinos. Um, also, uh, Usagi Yojimbo for the tune line. Um, so that Usagi Yojimbo figure that we were talking about a couple months ago um, is officially going to be in the tune line um, and is going to be an ultimate figure. So one of the mm. bigger box reveals, not a two-pack, where uh, he's going to come with a bunch of accessories. They did confirm at least his cloak that he wears. And um, was it, what was his second episode? Bye Bye Usagi. Usagi come, Usagi come home. home. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, cool. So they did. So he's going to wear his uh, cloak that he wears in that one. I have to pick that up. I like that <clears throat> character. It's it's a good looking figure. Um, they didn't show any other pictures other than the fully painted version on the checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was really cool. Uh, and then right after that, uh, the checklist came out. They threw up on their website because they had been teasing it. Um, some army builders. So they put up on their website, the ultimate foot soldier figure that's been in target for uh, over since over the summer. And they revealed Mousers from the tune line. And they were really cool. Uh, it was an open pre-order for two weeks that uh, you could buy as many as you wanted. And they go into pre-production uh, as soon as the pre-order period closed. Uh, I think I only got one. I had to check my order again, um, but it came with a, uh, 
like it came with some mousers and, and the tune style. So I never really noticed how different the mousers look compared to like the 2012 versions or the um, Mirage versions. Yeah, they're a little fatter and like their their heads are longer, like more yeah. of a football. Yeah. Um, same so basic shape, but like yeah, I mean, like, it's the same. Like you're gonna look at them and you're like, oh, that's a mouser. Um, so I thought I thought that was just kind of an interesting um, thing. Uh, but yeah, it was, cool. it was really cool. Um, of course, they revealed it as soon as we went on break. <laughs> um, they also showed off more of the Universal Cross, uh, Universal Monsters Cross Ninja Turtles line. Uh, so they did confirm that is Michelangelo is the mummy. Uh, I still think it should have been Donatello, but whatever. Uh, and Airfy uh, Spencer, we called it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Spencer did call it. Um, And then they did confirm uh, April as the Bride of Frankenstein for that one. Okay. So we don't know who Donatello, what universal monster Donatello is going to be yet, though. Yeah. In my opinion, it should have been Donatello as the Bride of Frankenstein, but... Absolutely should have been. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So uh, they did kind of hint that that would be kind of an open thing. Um, so there might be more universal monsters down the road, but we don't know. We don't know yet. We'll get uh, right after that too. Um, Fouche put out another interview with uh, Super Seven, talking about the Super Seven Ultimates line, and that is a fantastic one. I actually haven't finished watching it as of this recording, um, but it's 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 great. I I love that kind of behind the scenes stuff like what they're designing and stuff like that speaking of what they're designing uh if you're on instagram look up collect pcs uh they're making some statues for gamestop uh it's the four turtles still in development it looks like they're the 87 style turtles they lock into this uh this diorama to make like a a a really cool desktop piece of all them kind of jumping out of a tunnel it looks really really cool yeah i don't know that we have a date or anything on that but so PCS, PCS has done um, turtle statues. Like those are the turtle statues you can currently find mm-hmm. in GameStops. So those are the those are the statues that like they've been in GameStop for like the last year. They had the four turtles and then Bebop, Rock City, Krang, and Shredder. Um, they also did that like fifteen hundred dollar last Ronin statue that we talked about a couple months ago. Oh yeah. Um, so PCS is uh, doing those black and white turtles, and they look really cool. Yeah. I don't do statues, but I, I might do those. They're, they're cool enough. I have been forbade by my wife from <laughs> doing statues because my dad does statues. See, my wife, does, my wife does statues. She prefers statues to figures, so oh, I, might be able to, I might be able to swing that one. Hmm. What have you got in comics, Spencer? Comics? Uh, I mean, not much. Um yeah like the next uh issue comes out two weeks from now so well not two weeks from now but two weeks from tomorrow when this episode comes out anyway in the future so we'll be <laughs> after you hear this that's the the punk frog issue right yeah so that oh one, the big the fabled 125 yeah so that one comes out like the 18th so it's, it's a ways away still when this comes out it'll be the week after didn't didn't last ronin get delayed again uh, I think I heard rumblings of that on the internet. I haven't really like looked super close into it, but it could be delayed till March now. Yeah, I kind of I I heard that been. too. I heard it got delayed till March. Um, 
did see a listing on a Canadian website for a collection of the four best of Ninja Turtle books that IDW put out over the last year. Um, so if you don't have those four issues or if you, you know, want a collected version of it, you know, that's probably coming. Again, I only saw it on a Canadian website. I haven't seen any American sites listed yet. So, yeah. If you're wondering what the best of the turtles is, it's the Mirage micro series of each turtle, the IDW micro series of each sub turtle, and the IDW macro series of each turtle. Each one's got three. Speaking of things that you can find on American sites now, uh, <laughs> that wasn't a good transition. That was that was terrible. But what's not terrible is this news. Uh, if you have Netflix and live in the U.S., all four Ninja Turtle movies, the one, two, uh, Secret of the... Or, one Secret of the Use, three, and the 2007 movie are all on Netflix now. Yes. And if you have Paramount Plus, both the first Platinum Dunes movie is on there and the wonderful documentary, Turtle Power. Yeah, the 2014 documentary. It is really good. Uh, yeah. Keith mentioned it in our group chat and I was like, oh, dang, it's on there. And I, I watched it and it was like, Oh, so yeah. good. I, I, I had, seen I had never seen it. I had never seen it. I laughed. I cried. It was amazing. I really it was on it. like it was on like Canadian Netflix when it first came out. And I had to like before I even knew what like VPNs were, I had to look up how to switch like my server. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and I did, and I'm so glad I did because like it was it was a great documentary. Um it covers it covers a lot of the Peter and Kevin era. Um <laughs> And then a lot of like kind of 87 up through the third movie. Um, and then it kind of skips over a, like, you know, Next Mutation and uh, 2003. Um, and since the documentary was made in 2014, uh, it doesn't really talk about 2012 at all. Uh, but surprisingly, it also doesn't talk about 2003 at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got this backwards. So... This is a perfect time to be a Ninja Turtle fan. Let me let me give you a rundown here. So we already said Netflix has the first, second, third movie and the CGI 2007 movie. Yep. Um, the first Platinum Dunes movie, the 2014 movie, is free on Prime. The 2014 documentary is free on Paramount Plus, and Out of the Shadows is also free on Paramount Plus. So you can watch like pretty much every Turtles movie out there on a streaming service right now. I don't know about Batman versus Ninja Turtles, but... Yeah, Batman versus Turtles Forever are kind of missing on streaming services, but... Oh, Turtles Forever. I always forget about that one. That one's on YouTube, though. Um, yeah, I think I think you can find that yeah. one still on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Turtle, Turtles and Batman, I gotta assume, is gonna hit HBO. Yeah, probably. I, I think... Because that, that, that was a Warner Brothers animated movie, so... Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta think they're gonna get that first. Um, kind of surprised it isn't on HBO Max already. Yeah, they and pretty then, much have like all the, all the uh, animated Warner Brothers movies on there, all the DC ones. So yeah, they also have the first, second, third, and fourth uh, movies on HBO Max. Yeah, so. but it's companies that are subsidiaries of them that that created those movies that produced yeah. them so kind of well yeah warner so warner brothers bought new line cinema who did the first three movies and warner brothers put out 2007 so yeah cool stuff i'm, I'm just excited that all of it's at my fingertips now it, it, it's nice 
like it's nice to have all of those movies so easily accessible yeah. like granted i have 2014 and 2016 on my phone because i have i have them digitally yeah so i can watch them anytime i want anyway so i haven't seen those in a long time and i think i need <sighs> to revisit them they're a lot of fun yeah i know I, i've i've seen the first one in the movie theater and the brief time it was on hulu i only saw the second one in the movie oh theater. my god in two years it'll be 10 years old yeah right so uh, and I've watched it twice in ten years, which I, in the last please. month I've watched the first movie at least twice. So I need to oh, I need to even out the the humors there a little bit. God, hey, you know what? Speaking of getting old, this year is the tenth anniversary of the twenty twelve series. Oh boy! Oh man, they have. I don't think they've announced anything like they're gonna do anything. I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna do something last minute. Um, so it'll probably be like the fandom that does cool stuff. Um. So, I don't know. We're going to keep our eyes peeled. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled because I, I had a lot of fun, fond memories of 2012. Yeah. Well, it's 35 of the first cartoon, 10 of Yeah, 35 for, 35 for the first cartoon, 19 for 2003, 10 for 2012, um, and four, four for Rise. Wow, it's already been four years. Holy cow. I know. We're coming up on 25 for the next mutation. Nobody cares. <laughs> I care. I, I, like like I like next mutation. I wish there was a cut without all the sound effects. I think it would be much <laughs> better without all the whoop, whoop, ding, you know, like every yeah, time like, they move, there's like something a, going like on. A, <laughs> like a re-edited version. Of, yeah. That would be cool. Get on it, internet. Come on. I know we all can do this. <laughs> I just know how uh, old the, the series is off the top of my head because it's the same age as me. <laughs> the folly of youth. You and you and Venus are the same age. Yeah. Nice. Oh, All right. On that note, uh, Spencer, what, what, what are we doing next week? Next week, since, you know, we only did two episodes this week and we took a couple weeks off, we're going to be doing a whole four issues for... Uh, our episode issues 10 11 12 and 13 of volume two of the mirage comic we totally didn't decide this right now yeah. <laughs> so it's descending into darpa the rescue the escape and the final battle Ooh. <laughs> you don't uh, you don't ease us back from vacation you're like uh you know that first day of class you think it's just gonna be a syllabus day but you wind up with homework yeah that's what you're doing to me Spence. you're like oh man like <laughs> i mean we we only watched two episodes you know right. true true yeah. but it was these two episodes <laughs> i am excited to to wrap up volume two I, I, really I am i am too uh i specifically put off reading more of it because i wanted to like be fresh and read it mm-hmm Thank you for saving yourself for the podcast. Hey, you know what? Thanks for having me on. But yeah, it'll be nice to tie a little bow on it. Finish it yeah. all. And if you're uh, looking to read along with us, all four of these issues are collected in one book, TMNT Classics, Volume 10. Mm-hmm. So. Which you can get uh, on Comixology, or if you have Comixology Unlimited, it is included in that subscription. Ah, there we go. Not chilling for Comics comiXology comiXology send us money yeah yeah amazon send us money Um, (laughs) uh, i just i'm just a fan of the service and it is the easiest way to read a lot of the mirage books that we've been talking about over the past year um and moving forward any of the other comic books that we talk about usually will be on comiXology 
or support your local comic book store because I went hog wild and bought so many Mirage books at my local store that I am officially the turtle guy at my store. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I need to I need to work a little harder on becoming the turtle guy around, you know, at least around in places where it's acceptable. I'm just kind of promoting the podcast. <laughs> It's always so cool. it's always socially acceptable to talk about the turtles. Yeah, unless you're like in a you know a, some kind of biker mice from Mars bar or something. Yeah. <laughs> biker mice bar. Oh, you walked into the wrong place, boy. We only like street sharks around here. Those uh, those Moo Moo Mesa guys, they don't tolerate anything else, you know. <laughs> Which is absurd because they crossed over with the Ninja Turtles both in the comic and the cartoon. Jeez. Yeah. I, I do miss the Cowboys the movie, so that was a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, yeah. Well, I think that's it for what we had to talk about today. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, let us know somewhere on the internet uh, at Ninja Turtle PH on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, send us a tweet. Tell us you love us. Um, interact with our posts. Keith is really good at instagram and i am doing shit posts like crazy over on twitter so yeah hey if you um, have fan art uh tag us on instagram in our please, stories we'd, we'd love to see it in our story every friday i try to put some sort of fan art up there so yeah and then twitter will be the fastest for any news that i hear about um and facebook kind of gets facebook memes <laughs> which is ironic because that is like that's where we have the most followers but i don't know I like our Facebook too. Uh, but guys, if you want to leave us a review, please do that on uh, wherever you are listening to the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, directly from Anchor. Um, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you guys liked Shredderville, tell us, would you live there? So that's our show. <laughs> I didn't have a transition out of that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga. Nah, there ain't four tooth fairy stupid. Them's the seven dwarves. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My worst bebop impression. Can you do the snort? Yeah. God, I swallowed something when I did that. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, so we got four issues next week. Who wants what? Um, list them out and I will let you know. It was DARPA. We just sex, right? Uh, 
Um, let's see. We have descending into DARPA, the rescue, the escape, the final battle. Do you want to do descending? I'll take the middle two and Spencer, you close this out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Sounds good. Let me write that down. Do, do, do. I think my goal for this year is to get us a Twitch. All right. I think we can play I Shredder's think, Revenge together. Huh? Uh, we definitely have to do that. Yeah. Um, but I do think we should do Twitch. I'll finish the Discord finally. Yeah. And there's this part of me that's kind of been like on the fence about doing a TikTok. You know, I, I yeah, feel- like I've, I've thought about it, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not savvy enough to do TikTok. I, I'm not either. That, that's kind of my thing. I, I could, there, there are things that I've heard like while watching the 2003 series where I'm like, that could be a really funny audio. Like, uh, man, I just finished watching the Still Nobody episode like last mm-hmm. weekend. Not Still Nobody. It's the first one, the Nobody's Fool one. I love that episode of the 2003 series. So, like, uh, when they first see him, you know, Michelangelo's like, Do you, does he remind you of anyone, Leo? Dark, like, you know, on a quest for justice, you know, something like brooding through the city in the shadows, you know, kind of like making you think Batman. And like Leo's kind of just like blowing him off, and Michelangelo's like, "Come on, man, it's Turtle Titan." <laughs> and he like Turtle, Turtle Titan more than any person I've ever met in my life. Who me? Yeah. Yes, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I you love, know, what? maybe I love maybe we should do a TikTok because like Star Wars explained um, branched out on the TikTok, and he has like a little short like, "Did you know?" Uh huh. And I I think we can do that. Yeah. That for sure we could do. Yeah, I think I think I think that could be good content for us. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. my wife's my wife's been on TikTok, so I'll pick her brain and because I do because I do see wow, like now, <laughs> I do see some dudes, um, I do see some TikToks that are that I've I've had a couple come across like where guys will talk about the first Turtles movie, and part of me is like, oh, you're so wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, you got it wrong, and it's like I don't use my TikTok in that, like I use my TikTok to lurk, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever do a "you got it wrong" TikTok. I feel like I'd. Just- oh no, no, no! I would, I wouldn't do that. Um, just but, spread the correct information. So yeah, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. But uh, like, it would be fun to do like a, you know, today in Ninja Turtles or something. Yeah, no, that'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, the scene I was talking about though, like Michelangelo's in his Turtle Titan costume, and Leo's like lose the costume like to Michelangelo, and he's like he gets to wear his, like you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be good that'd be good i was like that i feel like that could be used as an audio like you know lose the costume like he gets to wear his <laughs> uh not- you're right no that, that definitely could yeah i don't know how i'll use it but <laughs> it gets locked in the brain of like things that i've seen and heard my wife listen to and i'm like you know you just you can hear things and be like that could be an audio for something i don't know what but it could be but yeah. All right. Jump off of here, guys. It's I don't know where what it's like where you're at. It's like super cold here though. And I just want to get in bed under a toasty blanket. So yeah. Yeah, it's time for me to be going to bed too. So yeah. Yeah, it's time for me to go play a game. You and your Pacific time. Watch Book so. of Bubba, dude. Like the first episode was kind of okay. The second episode, major improvement. Okay. Oh, um, 
I'll send you a picture of it, but my friend Colin um, designed it into the Turtleverse shirt. Um, I retweeted it on our account. Oh, okay. Um, okay, look at that. Uh, so he basically took all four or all the logos, all of them, uh-huh. and and made a shirt out of them. And huh. so it's like it's like it's like shredded, and it's like the um, it's like the rise T for the turtles. Oh yeah, I'm looking the at the movie. You. Uh, it looks really cool. He's gonna send me one. Um, so if you guys want, um, definitely get on that. Cool. It's it's twenty. It's a calendar set, and so he's got like little three D printed cookie cutters. It's mostly Rise stuff because he's a Rise fan. Yeah. Um. Awesome. I sh- I should have. I like the shirt. On. Yeah, the shirt's really good. Yeah. So uh, I think if you okay, yeah, you can you can buy just the shirt. Cool. So. Oh, I'm so I'm I'm looking at the uh, cookie cutter that's April O'Neil. Yeah. Have you figured out whether or not that April O'Neil is based on the comic Mage? Oh no, I've I I got to figure out who to ask. Okay, because um, I I'm like. I saw I that probably, and then she like jumps on a giant monster and beats it with it. I'm like, this feels like it might be. I probably have to ask you. JJ or uh, JJ Conway who worked on 2012 and Rise. Um, I think he'd probably know the most. Cool. Yeah, let me know if you find out anything. I'm just uh-huh. curious. So, Debating on if I should do it from the podcast account or do it from my account, which is less. <laughs> Do it from both, man. Who cares? All right. I'm going to jump off here, guys. All right. See you guys. See you guys next week. Take care. Oh, hello. How's it going? Good. Awesome. It's been pretty good. Man, forever. I know, right? It's only been like three weeks, but it feels like it's been like eight. (laughs) Yeah. How was your uh, holiday week or two since the last time I've seen you? Good. It's been relaxing. Good. Yeah. Just been able to kick back. I've been... So my uh, brother-in-law lent me the uh, first book in the High Republic series, the Star Wars books. Okay. I've been kind of working my way through that. Awesome. Pretty neat. I've never read like any star wars book i think i had i had one when i was a kid that was about uh wedge Ant- antilus is that his last name yeah when him and the skywalker like starting rogue squadron or something but i only ever got through like the first chapter i mean the book was like this thick and i was like nine or ten yeah. or something like it was just so slightly above my reading level so yeah <laughs> i've never i've never finished a star wars book I'm working on this one. This will be my first Star Wars book I've ever finished. Nice. I, yeah, I read uh, some of this one called like Underworld when I was a kid. Uh, it was like post Order 66, I think. Okay. And, you know, Jedi are in hiding. And like, it, it was interesting, but I don't know. The, the thing that I struggle with with every Star Wars book is the like, I don't know the names of all the aliens. 
No. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be like this alien, and I have to I have to like stop reading, get on my phone, Google, and look up a picture, see what they look like, so that I can keep reading and have a picture in my brain of what I'm what I'm reading. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, you can't just make it up on the fly. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So it'll just be like a falling, da, 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 da. and so I'm like, what's a falling look like? I mean, now I'm I know a lot more Star Wars aliens. Hey, I haven't watched it yet, so shut up. I'm not talking about it's, the new. It's episode. a book. I'm just talking uh, about Shadows of the Empire. No, I, I've been reading uh, the new higher one of the well, not the new higher Republic book, but the first one. Getting more. Okay. I've been I've been wanting to read those, but I just haven't. Uh, I, don't know. I I haven't started. It did a new one just come out like in the last yeah, week or fall, so. Fallen Star. I think it's like the last one of phase one. Yeah, it is the last one of phase one. So the thing is I'm reading book one right now of, <laughs> of the whole thing. The thing is, is I, I really want to also read the comics mm. uh, alongside it, but I was told someone said that the first issue of the comic contains spoiler for the very first book. I remember mm. seeing somewhere. So I'm like, it's probably not that big a spoiler, and it's probably people being way too sensitive over spoilers but either way i'm i'm waiting to read them till after i've at least read this book and the thing is is like there is um a suggested reading order because uh this book the one that just came out uh apparently makes references to one of the kids books so okay uh i don't know i watched star wars explained and he just did his review on it yeah, it's a little too, I don't know, too involved if you ask me. But anyway, I mean that that's that's one of the big problems with crossovers is like it requires you to buy so much. Yeah, and like Shadows. It's of the only Empire, a problem for us. It's not a problem for Disney, though. Yeah, exactly. Like Shadows <laughs> of the Empire worked because Shadows of the Empire was like a book, uh, a book, a game, a comic, and then like action figures and a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't, it wasn't like a whole like phase trilogy kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, uh, like it, it was easier to collect. Yeah. No, I'm really digging the High Republic era. Uh, there's some things that I really hope they do with it that would be really interesting if they did. But mm-hmm. you know, things like. Uh, for example, like the Jedi use their force and use the force and stuff to help them pilot their ships and and as their you know, every, everything with their ships. And so I think it would be really cool if when technology gets better, the Jedi are relying less and less on the force and they become more and more focused on their code rather than the actual like spiritual and force connecting side of their religion. And so essentially kind of lose that connection. And that's why everything is the way it is in the prequels. It ends up kind of going down that route. I think it would be really cool if they do that, but we'll see. <laughs> so I'm hoping they go for with a lot of their quasi-religious stuff in, in Star Wars with the Force and the Jedi Order. But, I mean, because like Yoda is around. Yeah, so, Yoda around. So he's to blame, basically. I mean, yeah, he does kind of <laughs> kind of see his hubris and everything. <clears throat> kind of, it's kind. Of, he doesn't quite start realizing it until the Clone Wars. Yeah, you know, also Revenge of the Sith, but with the watch him arc. Yeah, Yoda has an epiphany. Am I the problem? 
The problem no. am I? <laughs> the problem. The problem am I? No. No. It is the kids children. Have problems. Yeah. Yeah. The children are wrong. The children are wrong. But yeah, pretty much what I was saying before that that was my my problem with Star Wars novels is I'll get reading it and I'll get like lost and I'll be able to have a picture in my head because you know mm. mentioning alien species names and I'm like I don't know what that is and then I like have to stop and Google its name and stuff so I can get a picture in my head. I kind of have that problem with books in general. Um, <clears throat> like I I I don't know I don't know if I have a short attention span or if I just I just can't focus. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'll read and then like immediately feel like I could be doing something else. Mm. And then so I'll go like check something. But it's like because uh, my wife's trying to get me to read um, this book series that she's in love with. And and I want to like the heart is willing. Yeah. The spirit is willing. But it's like I just, you know, it, it took me, you know, two days to not even read the full chapter, the first chapter. I read a lot of uh, autobiographies. Like if you look at my wall, I have Adam West, uh, Dave Mustaine. Um, yeah, a lot, lot of uh, the, the gal that was, uh, uh, oh shoot, what was her name? Cassandra Peterson. Oh, um, Elvira. Elvira, yeah, thank <clears> you. <throat> and um, I'm always like, well, how, can you, how do you read all these comics and play all these video games? And then the only books you read are about real people. I'm like, well, I think it, I think I don't have to make up aliens in my mind or anything. I just, yeah. you know, it's just a, two people talking, you know, it, it yeah. makes a lot more sense. So, yeah. That being said, I am enjoying the High Republic book. It's pretty good. But I can see why it wouldn't appeal to some people because it's not like they're fighting the Sith or anything like that. It, they're just fight, currently fighting a disaster. But they're fighting, they're fighting the Nile. Yes, it, they're they're just barely being introduced at the end of part one. I've finished part one. Oh, they haven't even been introduced yet. No, so like pretty much, it's the Jedi saving a system from a disaster of like a bunch of debris just flying through space at light speed into the system that's going to completely wreck planets and everything else. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what where it's coming from or what caused it. They're just currently trying to stop it. Well, then they anyway. Spoilers. They kind of do but <laughs> see it's kind of like that's kind of a plot point from cowboy bebop uh you know how they have the hyperspace gates and basically one of them malfunctioned and the moon exploded and it sent it all light speed at earth yeah which is why nobody lives on earth anymore yeah it's it's kind of that thing going on with the system so it's a cool idea and it's interesting and you kind of get to see the Jedi being peacekeepers and rescuing people and helping people and in society, you know, the, them at their peak uh, before they become soldiers. Yeah, because like the Jedi for a long time have always been like my least favorite part of Star Wars. Uh-huh. Like Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like Star Wars Rebels is my favorite, even though like it stars two Jedi it's not really like it's about them, but they're not doing Jedi stuff all the time. Yeah. And so like, it's just Star Wars is more interesting to me because it's all about the normal people like doing stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had a video game that was <clears throat> like you going and stealing the plans for the Death Star. And it was not nearly like Dark Forces. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dark Force. But you just like you, you like walk into an office and just like swipe the key card and yep. run out. Basically, it was not like attacking a resort planet full of servers or anything like that. It was much less epic. Yeah, 
It had Boba Fett in it. It, it might have, man. I, I never it did, made it past. Uh, my, my cousin got to the trash compactor level or something, but that was about it. So. That was like the second level. Yeah, well, we weren't very good <laughs> at it, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reminds me of playing Super Star Wars. Oh, Super Star Get to the first AT-AT and call it good. Oh, yeah, you get to the sand crawler, and you're outside the sand crawler. Then you get inside the sand crawler. If you manage to get past, you know, the outside of the sand crawler, you finally get inside the sand crawler, and then you never get past. <laughs> you always lose, and then you always have to go back to the beginning and all the way up till that point again, because it's stage four of level one. Oh, you don't get a code to let you move to the next level until after you beat all the stages. Anyway, it it sucks. Fun <laughs> stuff. Very What's weird though is I bet if you went back now and played it, you'd be okay at it. Like I've noticed that with video games from my childhood. I'm like, this was not nearly as hard as my stupid little eight year old thumbs thought it was. Uh, oh yeah, like like the first Ninja Turtles game. Like it's yeah. not as hard. It's annoying because like it, it's hard to like figure out where you're supposed to go, but it's not hard. Yeah, once you know what you're doing, you're fine. I mean, I knew what I was doing when I was four. Like everyone's like, "Oh, the damn level's so hard." It's like I was beating the damn level when I was four. In the I damn I level, beating that damn level. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't know where to go once I got in the party wagon. That was that was the harder level. That was confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I have my I have the Super Nintendo that I grew up with, and I have Super Star Wars, and I've tried beating it again, and it's still just as hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that one redacted. Yeah. <laughs> I have Super Star Wars on my 3DS, and I was like looking at it today, and I was like, "Do I want to play this?" No, if but it, I didn't, if but it, I didn't delete it. <laughs> if it gives you some saves and like lets you kind of save partially through, well, it's, I mean, it's an emulator, so I so I can do save states and stuff. Yeah, that's thing. If you can do save states, it may not be so brutal. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's the inside of the sand crawler, and you end up losing, and then you have to beat a whole bunch of stuff just to get back to that point we actually just sold my super nintendo not too long ago and like i i had the super star wars trilogy and i sold that with it oh man all i have is the first one oh well if i had known i would have given it to you i mean i haven't even beaten the first one so well then never mind then (laughs) i feel like you already know what happens at the end right yeah (laughs) i mean not wrong (laughs) Ooh. Well, should we get recording? Uh, I kind of forgot how to do this. <clears throat> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. A big old fat bean and cheese burrito for dinner. So I have that got that going for me. All right. Mm. Just be ready to mute your mic if you have to. Uh... <laughs> no, it's ambiance. Oh, right. yeah. There you go. I was more talking about the phlegm, but oh, good yeah. point. Yeah, I had mac and cheese for dinner because I'm a grown ass adult. So. Oh, don't worry. Speaking, I have of, speaking of, you are cleanly shaven. Uh yes, I am. Yeah, um, I had like a a cowlick going on. It was mm-hmm. weird. It was like it was like here, and it just like splayed out. Like it looked like I was getting oh. like. <laughs> pressure blasted with air right in one spot all the time nice my wife i asked my wife I'm like what's going on here and she's like just shave man you look like a grizzly bear <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Would you say you ate Spencer? And Express. There you go. But also, oh. I was just gonna say that I eat, <clears throat> I eat mac and cheese at least once a week. So there you go. I haven't had, I haven't had Panda Express since last year. What kind of sugar chicken did you get? I got the Sweet Fire sugar chicken. Yeah, you guys still have Sweet Fire? Yeah. Oh, dude, they they got rid of it out here. Oh, they still have it here. Oh, dude, that's the best road trip. <laughs> Honestly. I was so like I I was so disheartened when I found out they took it took it away. I literally went to the Panda Express subreddit and I was like, "Is it gone?" And they were like, "Yeah." Oh man! Well, it's still here in Utah. Apparently, I get I, it every time I go. <laughs> oh man! I'm totally getting into this the Panda Express subreddit now. I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> I it's, it's it's Reddit, dude. There's everything on Reddit. Yeah, my favorite subreddit is too many pillows. It's just pictures of beds Ooh, with too many pillows one. on them. It's hilarious. I mostly I mostly lurk in, I mean, obviously TMNT and, mm-hmm. um, and action figures, but like um high quality gifts is really good. Um God, there's uh, a lot of good ones. I love out of context comics. I do love that one. Um out of context comics is really good. Uh, what else? What other good ones are? Am I always in? Uh, nature is metal, cause God. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a hardcore one. Uh, am I the asshole? That's a good one. That's yeah. yeah. The, the answer is yes. If you have to ask, the answer yeah. is no. I mean, cause there's there's some genuine um, there's some genuine people who like are being gaslit and they think they're being an asshole when in actuality they're not. Oh, yeah. True. That's, that's the thing is like on that website, like on that Reddit, it's either like, uh, yeah, duh, dude. Or no, you're, you're in the right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, it's either one or the other. <laughs> you're an angel child. What are you doing? No. Yeah. Um, see, bone apple tea is really good. Uh, cringe topia. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. My phone's having a hard time getting to Reddit. It's telling me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I think the app's messed up right now. Gotcha. Yeah, it is messed up right now. I'm trying to look at it myself, and it's not working. Um, oh, there it, it went through. Hydro Homies is a good one. It's about drinking enough water every day. Oh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, my, I think... Reddit keeps trying to tell me something because it keeps suggesting ADHD memes and I relate to all of them. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes those algorithms I think are just completely off because I've had like like Facebook Marketplace that has tried to sell me like women's underwear in several varieties and shapes and sizes for several months. I'm like, eh, what do you think I'm Googling, man? <laughs> I think some of it has to do with who you also share your... Uh... Like you share your Wi-Fi with, yeah. Oh, well. it's probably my neighbors. <laughs> Damn sorority girls! All right, I know we said we would start recording, but maybe yeah. we should actually start. Did yeah. we say that? I think Spencer had briefly mentioned it, <laughs> as though we're some sort of pod that casts. <clears throat> we, I mean, we just. Had to catch and it's that. been a minute since we've done this, so yeah. Uh, okay, so but then before we start, uh, news do we oh, have any? Ah, yeah. uh, uh, there's the original movies are on Netflix now, yeah. Yes, uh, American Netflix, not... American Netflix, which yeah. is good. 
Um, I had that uh, Collect PCS showed off a set of TMNT statues they have in development. Uh, on their Instagram. Best the best of comics are getting uh, in Canada. There's a listing for a collection of all four turtles. Hmm. Um, somebody posted that in the TMNT Comics Collectors Group. Um, I haven't seen an American listing for it. Um, they linked it. They linked the the Canada listing. So. Uh, they had a release date. Oh, God, I almost said a release date of next year, but that's this year. <laughs> that's this year. Um, oh, looking. God, yeah, the NECA figures that all got announced on the checklist. We did that already, didn't we? Not the Toon ones. I think we did the Movie Turtles. Yeah. Okay, that one already came out. Yeah, it's the silent issue that everyone's losing their minds over. The silent issue? Yeah, oh. apparently, apparently there's not a lot of dialogue or oh. or like little dialogue. Well, I mean it's kind, that, of, like, it's kind of a clip show. Oh. Kind of a clip show issue. Oh, okay. And so the it's, reaction I've yeah. been seeing is everyone's like, there's no writing in this one. It's like, well, there is writing, it's just there's no dialogue is a big difference yeah i thought it was fine it, i mean it's like yeah. uh mirage issue 50 you know like there's one news report going on but there's a lot of stuff happens yeah like they're like it's it's a fine issue it's just the people people are either people either really like it because they understood it what was what they were going for or mm-hmm. they don't understand what they were going for and are mad about it and vocal or they checked out at issue 101 and had just been complaining about everything. Ew, girls writing this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, the Turtles documentary on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I, I rewatched it again when you guys brought it up. I really liked it. It's, it's really good. Um, it totally glosses over 2003. I mean, oh, yeah. 2003 is still kind of going on at the time. But this is 2014. It was already over. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in 2014. So we've been working on it for quite point. some time, though, right? They they had been working on it, uh, mm-hmm. the documentary, because like you can you can tell because like the clips of Peter and Kevin, like they're for, obviously from different times. Yeah, they look way younger in like half of them. Oh yeah, and then yeah. like and then like the clip of them like meeting for the 30th anniversary at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. like Peter's super old. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, they glossed over 2003, you're saying? Oh yeah, it, to- it just, it totally glossed over 2003. Um, there's, I think, a writer and there's, he's either a writer or he's somebody from four kids. Uh-huh. Um, and that was it. They don't yeah. mention 2003 at all. I mean, the toy, the toys that made us hardly does either as well. I mean, it's just that whole thing where people kind of just pretend like nothing's ever happened with Ninja Turtles since. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's weird because like I think on a whole, uh, two thousand three like two thousand three kept the brand alive, but it didn't it didn't bring it to new heights in the kind of pop culture osmosis, you know, of you know everybody well, it's hard to top that that initial it's hard to top turtle mania. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, yeah it's hard to top turtle mania 
So we kept it alive primarily for the fans and, and it did bring in a new generation of, of, uh, of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Myself included. It, I, yeah. I was like present company included. Yeah. Um, I think, I think 2012 is probably the closest we've gotten back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was um, a real big marketing push for that. Yeah. Yeah. That show. That's the thing is I think, well, cause when Nick got it, I mean, they pushed out a whole bunch of merchandise for just the classic cartoon, like nostalgia merchandise. And like, I know it's like, it was like when 2012, 2012 hit is when like, I don't know. I feel like the nostalgia cash-ins first started really happening was with that first Ninja Turtle series, like with, with everything, not just like Ninja Turtles, but like in general, like I didn't feel like cashing in on nostalgia was really a thing until about yeah. that time. You know, that's when suddenly like every single TV show and movie and everything started taking place in the eighties. Uh, you know, you've got stranger things and everything else coming out after that. Yeah. Uh, it really built up to it too. Like hot topic for a couple of years had Ninja Turtle stuff. And then the yeah. comic came out, a movie was announced. Uh, the cartoon came out, huge yeah. toy line, uh, Lego deal. I mean, it was a very strategic, like push to get back to Terminal media. Yeah. It did a good job. I think we lost mike we did <laughs> mike no well we'll just have to continue without him uh it's been turtle ninja turtle power hour Good job, i haven't everybody. even started the intro yet i don't think <laughs> we still we're 20 it. minutes into this thing we haven't started yet right we should get started <laughs> just cut this 20 and put it at the end <laughs> i'm going to yeah i'm yeah. going to on as an end segment that's what I've started. That's why I hit record now is because I feel like we have a lot of good combos here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I could slap it on the end and let people hear it there. So That's when good. you're just absolutely just discombobulated listening to this and hearing us say a goodbye and signing out and then suddenly conversation starts again, that's why. That's why. Yeah. It's all on there. It's extra bonus stuff for any of you folks who are still listening at this point to uh, <laughs> tune into. Yeah, I, I feel like that works a lot sometimes. I know me and my my other co-host on my other show do that. We'll we'll just like talk for like an hour and a half, and then be like, "Oh yeah, by by the way, we watched this cartoon. It was fine." Sign off. <laughs> yeah, like it's like slap it on the end, and people can listen to it if they want. Yeah. But the other thing that it lets me do is uh, place an ad in between uh, the ending song and because it won't let me just place an ad at the end and I don't know how to insert a transition in the middle of our episode. We don't have any ads yet, but I insert right. nonetheless <laughs> oh. in case uh, someone, someone reaches out to us at awesome. some point in, in case anchor says something. So you just like Mark where an ad would go. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I've got one at the very beginning and they don't let you tag one on at the very end. And so since I add the bonus content, I can actually put, an ad in the ending thing and that's talking i was reading i get a newsletter about podcasts like i guess i maybe should forward it on to you in case you're interested but uh i guess there's been some issues with that like automated ad feature that like some kids podcast got an ad for uh some hbo show or something called uh like the the sex life of college kids or something like that it's like ah this this is like a little Einstein show. It's not a, <laughs> not a show you want to be advertising that on. You know? That's hilarious. Yeah. 
I mean, I've heard all sorts of stuff with like kids YouTube and all that. Like it, there's so many problems with those algorithms. Like uh, there's this guy that I'll, I've watched some of his stuff called uh, a Namark or a Namark animation. He does like the SpongeBob anime stuff. Okay. Uh, he frank, he like quick, he often gets like strikes and stuff from YouTube because since what he's doing is animated, they, it's immediately assumed that it's children's content that he's creating, but then he's creating content for children that isn't appropriate for children. And so they then flag him immediately. Yes. Just because they, they they immediately pigeonhole animation into children. Animation's not just for kids. Right. Nope. But again, computers are stupid uh, because I cannot wear that size of underwear or Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we actually get started now? Yeah, I think we can.